The Bo Show. Coming out of the closet is never easy to do, but it's something each and every single one of us is going to have to do. And let me tell you, once you take that first step out, it's definitely worth it. This is my story, not glamorous, not glitzy, but all the same, as real as real can be. So how did I come out of the closet? It was kind of an interesting night, and that's why my friend Michael is here. He's the guy I came out to. Hey, Michael. Hello. How are you? I'm, I'm well. <laughs> do you remember that night? Well, I do remember that night, but what I remember before that night was the frustration that Brian would feel when we would go out on the town, and he couldn't understand why he wasn't receiving any attention. Wow, from, this is news to me. Keep going. From the ladies. He didn't know why that wasn't working. And I think it's because they knew before he did. That I was gay. That you were gay. And I don't think they were getting the right signals. And I think it's because... I wasn't giving them off. You weren't giving them off, no. There was a time literally before I came out of the closet that I was pretty much asexual. That was a confusing time for all of Brian's friends. We, we had some guesses on whether or not he was or wasn't. You know, he was a handsome, successful guy. He should have been doing well in the dating scene, and, and he wasn't. Let's rewind five years. Michael and I, we actually have been friends for about seven years. Michael, you were the first gay guy that I actually became really good friends with, and it was kind of awkward in the beginning for both you and I, I think, a little bit awkward. True. Brian has an exploratory personality anyway, likes to know a lot about everything. And I think I was somewhat at the beginning of my process when he had a lot of questions. And at first, he was asking the questions, I think, to find out a little bit more about me, but uh, in turn, it eventually was about him. Getting to the fun part is actually uh, when I decided to come out of the closet, which was a pretty hefty process. What really made me want to do that is Michael brought out some of his friends, and I actually met one of his friends. Do you remember this, Michael? I do. And his friend and I really hit it off pretty well, and we're chatting, and I had a connection with a guy that I never had before. It really sent me through a downward spiral because here I was connecting with a male on a different level in a way I never did before, and I was pretty much shaken, wasn't I? He was, and I, I think it helped that this gentleman he found interesting was someone who isn't, I want to say, your stereotypical gay guy. He was pretty down to earth. Kind of just being a part of the scene, not trying to stand out. Correct. And I remember receiving an email from Michael, and Michael said, oh, my friend thought you were really fun and was talking about you a lot. And I just thought, wow, I felt the same way, and I went to work, and I'm thinking this. And one of my coworkers was like, Brian, there's something wrong with you today. You just don't seem focused. And I said, yeah, there's something on my mind. And he said, you know, the way I deal with things is, is I just go for it. And I go, you know what? You're absolutely right. So I called Michael in the middle of the day, which I rarely do. And I said, Mike, hey, do you want to go for happy hour? Of you course know? I said yes. Uh, <laughs> He's like, Very unusual. I'm, I might as well go. I know what this is about. And we go to a bar for happy hour. We start having drinks. And, you know, he's like, hey, what's going on? And I, I think I made up every excuse in the book. Every bar. excuse. <laughs> We're sitting there drinking. And then these girls from behind us start talking to us. And I start thinking, is this God trying to give me a sign that, you know, no, you're supposed to like girls. And these girls are here to talk to you. And then I think it came to about 11 o'clock. And Mike said, hey. It's time for me to go home. I have to go. And I basically spent five hours at this bar and never once did what I wanted to do. And, and Mike went on his way and went home. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I get in the car and I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, what is going on? I need to do this. I need to do this. So I turn the car around and I start going towards where Michael lives. 
I remember walking up to Michael's door. I see my hand about to knock on the door, and I'm just thinking, once you do this, there's no turning back because he's going to know something huge is up. That's what I did. I just put my hand against, and I knocked on the door, and there's Michael's little face comes peeking out. He's like <laughs> like a little mouse peeking through a hole. Like <laughs> we had covered uh, most everything. At this point, I mean, what, yeah. what more could there be? And you're like, hey, I took the easy way out. And I was just like, my God, I think I'm a bisexual. <laughs> and I say that as I walk in. And at this point, I tried to act with as little surprise as possible, <laughs> which uh, I, I don't know how successful I was at that. But at this point, Brian basically just started to pick up random objects from around the house for comfort. Uh, he was hugging a penguin, I believe. It, it was It was a complete mess, but... The admission went fairly well and went on a fast track from zero to 60 from... Because I wanted to have a date with that guy the next day. The very next day, (laughs) he went from bisexual to gay to dating one of my friends in about half an hour. So I'm at the place, I'm chatting with Michael, and he was very warm and receptive. And I think any advice for anybody is, you know, choose someone who you ultimately feel safe with and who ultimately could probably receive the information and not judge you. I, I absolutely agree. The Bo Show.